ஷீத்தான்ஜீம் <laughs> In our session tonight, I wish to speak on the subject of martyrdom, the subject of shahadat fi sabirillah. This was the wish of Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala anha. When we study his biography, The dua of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an is in front of us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him shahadat. He died in the city of Madinatul Munawwara in Masjid-e Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whilst in salah. the maqam of shahadat fi sabilillah was given to him what we need to understand is that shahadat is not something that one can achieve by choice or even by chance but rather it is the selection made by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clearly mentioned وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ شُهَدَىٰ Allah is the one who chooses the shuhada from amongst you. Not everyone can become a shaheed. And the most beautiful example that is in front of us is the example of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. Sahih? Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala entire life in the battlefield In fact even before he embraced Islam he was busy fighting the Muslims and when he embraced Islam mashallah he was busy fighting the kuffar all his life Syria Persia one minute he's here the next minute he's there but when death comes to him it's an ordinary death in a sense that not a single scourge from the enemy he does not die from the hands of an enemy so the technical definition of shahadat does not fit sayyidina khalid bin walid radiyallahu ta'ala an although according to the ahadith rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said anyone with sincerity asks for shahadat to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate his position to the ranks of a shaheed even if he dies in his house or in his own bed. So no doubt Sayyidina Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an is a shaheed with this hadith in front of us. And I had also explained why Hazrat Khalid bin, bin Walid was not martyred because of the title that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam had given him that he is Sayyidullah. There is a possibility that the kuffar could rejoice and they would say, you see, we have broken the sword of Allah. We have broken the sword of Allah. And this is never possible uh, for anyone to break something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made firm and very very strong. So he is Sayyidullah. He died a natural death Though he is a shaheed, but not the technical definition of shahadat. And so Allah has said, وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ shuhada." Allah is the one who chooses the shaheed from amongst you. The rank and the status of martyrdom is a very high position in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we can understand this uh, very clearly when we study the different categories that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has stipulated for those who pass away. For those who pass away and are laid in their graves, every individual, every mayyat is dealt with in a different way. That period of time, the first night in the cover until the day of Qiyamah, that time duration that you spend in the grave is known as spending the period of time in Alame Barzakh. This is Alame Dunya and then Alame Akhirat, which is the hereafter. And the one that is in between, Alame Barzakh, is the intermediary stage between Dunya and Akhirat. That stage is known as Alame Barzakh. So some people are in that Alam, Alame Barzakh, for more than a thousand years. Some will be there for another 300 years, for 400 years, for 500 years, Wallahu alam, until the day of Qiyamah. So when a person is put down in the grave, each individual is divided into different categories, be it a Muslim or a non-Muslim. Subhanallah. Now as Muslims and also the people who follow uh, the aqaid of Ahle Sunnah wal Jama'at, we as Muslims believe that when a person dies, Muslim or non-Muslim, some form of, of a new life is given to him in the Qabr. I use the term some form of a new life is given to him in the Qabr. Ulama have mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala re-enacted some sensitivity in the body in the whole body and also on the skin for him to perceive pain and pleasure for him to perceive pain and pleasure that is why ulama have mentioned when a believer dies the grave becomes a garden of paradise for him inshallah so he can feel pleasure but when a disbeliever dies allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us the grave becomes a pit of hell for that individual. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
that may we die in the condition of Iman and Allah is pleased with us and may Allah uh, transform the graves of all the Muslimin into gardens of paradise which is very very important so ulama have mentioned the most noble death is the death of a Nabi the most noble death is the death of a Nabi and that would mean the most honorable life is given to a Nabi in the Alam of Barzakh. Do brothers follow? The most honorable life is given to the Anbiya in the Alam of Barzakh. That means in the grave. Most honorable. A life that is full of ease and comfort. No difficulty. In fact, when the rule is taken out of a Nabi, is, that is with great ease, without any pain at all. In fact, according to the hadith and what the ulama have mentioned, Malakul Maut takes permission from the Nabi. Malakul Maut takes permission from Anbiya wasalam. And when permission is given, only then ruh is extracted from the body. Allahu Akbar. So the highest degree of rahat, of comfort in alam barzakh is given to Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam Allahu Akbar to such an extent that when Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was invited for ma'raj he actually saw Musa alayhi salatu wassalam performing salah in his grave now the grave is not what we see that hole in front of us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changes the cover completely it is completely different for that person who is pious Allah transforms everything for, for that individual as Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said rawzatun min riyazil jannah it becomes a rawza of jannah for him so Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was with Jibreel Amin and he saw Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wa salam performing salah Allahu Akbar and Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself has mentioned when you come to my rawza and when you stand in front of my rawza when you say salatu was salam to me it is the aqeedah of all the people of ahl sunnah wal jamaat al-anbiya'u ahya'un fi quburihim that anbiya alayhim salatu was salam are alive and hayat in their graves so when you say salam to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he can hear you and according to some of the narrations he will also respond to your salam and therefore, when we stand in front of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the words we, we, we use for salatu was salam, simple words. As-salatu was salamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Here to say as-salatu was salamu alayka ya Rasulullah, it is jayz. Why this is sabit from hadith? And the word ya in the Arabic language is harf nida. It, it means, uh, it refers to a person who is alive and who is in front of you. So when you say As-salatu was salamu alayka ya Rasulullah The sensory systems of Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam Is so sharp Is so sharp That ulama have even mentioned The slight noise that you do Can affect Anbiya alayhimu salatu was And so when you are giving salatu was salam You have to be very very careful Very careful Another dis- uh, distinction in the grave for Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam is that their properties are never divided anything that belongs to the Nabi stays with him it will never be bequitted 
the family members will never take anything and also the wives of anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam will never remarry anyone else it is haram for them to marry anyone else once they are in the nikah of a nabi and if they have stayed and remain in that in that state of nikah with that nabi until the end allahu akbar it is haram for anyone even to say that i want to take you in my nikah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in his beautiful kalam that the wives of rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam is ummahatul mu'minin the mothers of the believers so that would become haram it is like someone who is alive someone who is alive it is haram for a man to propose to somebody's wife or for that woman to marry and again these masail are uh, very important to understand i had one lady who said to me that um, if the husband does not come to me for 6 months or 1 month would that mean that my uh, nikah with that husband uh, is annulled and no longer there and i can marry who i want and i said to her no but this is not jaiz a man has to give talaq a man has to give talaq and this understanding that uh, the non muslims have that women have no rights in islam and if a man wants to trap a woman he can keep her in nikah and at the same time he does not fulfill the rights of a woman and there she is as a muallaka these are the words used by the uh, the quran the kalam of allah kal muallaka she is a muallaka she is there trapped by the husband the husband is saying i will not give you talaq so she can't marry anyone else and then she is uh, in pain and in difficulty what does she do so the the the, the kufar the disbelievers what they say is that if you come to the civil courts the courts will decide for her and uh, a decree divorce will be granted to her but that is the same in the islamic sharia also if the lady went to a group of scholars a panel of ulama or muslim jurists that are there or even muftiyan izam they will call the husband and force the husband to give talaq and if the husband does not give talaq then on behalf of the husband the panel of ulama have that power to give talaq to the lady and it will become lawful for her to marry whoever she wants so islam is a just system my respected brothers subhanallah alazim So these are the distinctions for anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam the best condition in alam e barzakh is granted to anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam then the second honors are given to the shuhada the shaheed of the ummah of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and according to one narration even the awliya ullah the muttaqin the pious people of this ummah are given the, the same rank in alam e barzakh Subhanallah alazim uh, we need to understand uh, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned uh, as virtue for the shuhada in surah al-baqarah Allah says wala taqulu liman yuqtalu fi sabilillahi amwat don't even say for the shuhada that they are dead people bal ahya'un they are alive walakin la tash'urun even though you can't see that even though you can't perceive it but in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are alive 
Now in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam it is mentioned my respected brothers when the people of Jannah the ashabul yameen when they enter Jannah who will think of Leicester who will think of Leicester huh? will anybody think of Leicester Wasim will you think of Durban when you enter Jannah no he thinks of Durban when he is in Leicester but I'm sure when he's in Jannah inshallah he will not think of Durban he won't think of South Africa so who will think of Leicester? When you enter Jannah, will you think of Leicester, Musa Bay? No, no? Jannah, mashallah. When one is in front of the Kaaba, when one is in Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we forget our homes and we forget Leicester. The beauty of Jannah is so breathtaking that the mind does not flow anywhere. But in the hadith it comes, one group of people will have the desire to return back to Jannah. <laughs> one group of people will decide will will wish or will have the desire to return back to dunya and in the hadith rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said wa inna lahu ma ala al-ard min shay'in illa al-shaheed and that group will be the group of shuhada the shaheed of the ummah of rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam why will they want to go back in the hadith it comes and this is in Bukhari لِمَا يَرَى مِنْ فَضْلِ الشَّهَادَةِ So much honor and respect and reverence will be given to the shuhada in Jannah So much honor, so much honor will be given That they will wish that they go back to dunya And uh, reverse this entire process of shahadat Many many times so that they can continuously experience that feeling in Jannah of honor all the time and so in the in, in one narration it is mentioned Ashara Marat Ashara Marat and this is in Nasai uh, in Hakim that they will say Allah give us permission that we return to dunya ten times and we die as a shaheed and come back to Jannah so this is the maqam of a shaheed Allahu Akbar this is great honor and my respected brothers when we think of these people MashaAllah in Chechnya, in Shishan, fighting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is the darja? When you see the, their faces, the shuhada, and all of the shaheed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows them. Those who fight for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is very, very important. Nowadays, very conveniently and very quickly, uh, many, many people die. And they die in wars, in battles, in disputes, and quickly a title is given, Gibai, this person is a national martyr. <laughs> I've heard this also, a national martyr. Now what does a national martyr mean? He is a shaheed, he died for his country. And therefore he has no sawab. Now though in the register book of this dunya he might be a martyr, but in all truth, it is only Allah who, who deems a person to be a shaheed. Who Allah selects as a shaheed. He is a shaheed. Now majority of the people who have no knowledge, at times they are only fighting for nationalistic pride, or for their country, or for their territory, or even for linguistic reasons. Many, many reasons, my respected brothers. And they have no reward. They have no thawab. Thawab is only when you fight with sincerity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what is even more shocking the irony is 
I have personally heard uh, from some Muslims who, who speak of disbelievers and they say that that person is a shaheed. Now can you imagine? That is sheer ignorance uh, and absurdity. Koi ghair Muslim shaheed ho sakta hai? And this person has died and I won't mention the country so that he is a shaheed. This person has died for his country and he is a shaheed. We have to be very very careful my respected brothers. This is kufr. Shaheed is an Islamic term and a, a, a very honorable status that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives. A shaheed is only a believer, the one who has faith. The one who has Iman, who has the love of Allah and His Rasul, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now in one hadith narrated by Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an, one incredible hadith of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the wish of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. These are the words of Rasulullah. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, وَالَّذِي نَفْسُ مُحَمَّدٍ بِيَدِهِ Allah's Nabi takes a qasam and he says, by the name of that Zat, that Allah, in whose hands is my soul, لَوَدِدْتُ أَنْ أَغْزُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ فَأُقْتَلْ ثُمَّ أَغْزُوا فَأُقْتَلْ ثُمَّ أَغْزُوا فَأُقْتَلْ My wish is to, to become, uh, my wish is to be slain in the path of Allah, to be martyred, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would give me life again, and then to be martyred, and then Allah gives me life again, and then to be martyred, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives me life again. Now imagine this is the desire of who? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was given the status of prophethood. But yet, he desired uh, the maqam, the status of shahadat also. Now once again, Though Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was not given uh, or for him it was not fulfilled that position of shahadat as in some of the kuffar would come and aliyazu billah attack Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam this would be disrespectful to the honor and the status of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even granted shahadat to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam through other channels and other means Ulama have mentioned that one of the cause of death of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was when a Jewish lady gave a poisoned um, goat meat to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and it was entirely poisoned. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam ate from it one portion. The effect of that poison was not immediate but ulama have mentioned uh, in the latter part of the life of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam that poison resurfaced and it affected Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and one of the cause of death was the zahar that was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the poison that was given to him and therefore shahadat was also given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam Allah gave him that maqam which was also the wish of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Surah Al-A'raf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتًا بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَكُونَ Don't consider those who have been slain in the path of Allah to be dead. 
بل احیا دے آر الائیو اینڈ سسٹینڈ بائی اللہ سبحان تعالی ان کو روزی مل رہی ہے اور روزی کون دے رہا ہے اللہ سبحان تعالی دس مقام آف شہادت اینڈ دا ٹائٹل گیون ٹو اماٹا ان عربک اٹ از نون ایز شہید شہید مینس ٹو سی سم تھنگ شہید مینس ٹو وٹنس سم تھنگ علماء ہیو مینشن دیٹ اللہ سبحان تعالی شوز دا شہید ہز ریزیڈنس ان جن ان دس دنیا That is why he is known as Shaheed. Now when this ayat karima was revealed to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, some of the companions came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they said to him, Ya Rasulullah, can you explain to us the meaning of Inda Rabbihim Yurzaqoon, that they are sustained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave a beautiful explanation. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the ruh The souls of the Mujahideen, the martyrs, cling on to the feet of green, large, green birds, green, very large birds in Jannah. These are birds of Jannah. So they cling on to the feet of these green birds. The color is green in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made special lanterns for them. which are suspended from the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you look at this uh, beautiful chandelier, mm. imagine this is a, a lantern which is suspended and it is hanging from the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you have thousands of lanterns. Mm. And that is where all of these green birds are. That is where uh, on the lanterns, they, they perch on the lanterns. And it is said that The duty of the green birds is to roam around in Jannah to show the shuhada, the different sections of Jannah. Allahu Akbar Kabira, to, to satiate uh, the bliss of Jannah, to show them what is Jannah. So from morning to night, there is no night and day in uh, Jannah, but continuously what will happen is that the shuhada are on the feet of these green birds and they look at all the different maqams of Jannah. Allahu Akbar. This ranking is only given to a shaheed. And inshallah we end with one beautiful hadith. My respected brothers, very short and brief. We have to go to Masjid-e-Falah. I've been told I have to get there. There's an MCB meeting. Uh, I conclude with one hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then inshallah in the next session we will talk about How Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala an was elected as a khalifa after Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an and also what were the last words of Umar ibn al-Khattab, how he passed away, who performed his janazah salah, who gave Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an ghusl and finally how he was buried in the hujra of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala an and how inshallah all this will be explained in the next few sessions. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Al-shaheedu yashfa'u fi sab'eena min ahli baytihi. That a shaheed on the day of qiyamah will intercede for 70 members of his family. Ek shaheed. One shaheed will take 70 family members to Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the maqam of shahadat. Allahu Akbar. Koi darta to nahi hai na? کوئی ڈرتا تو نہیں ہے شہادت سے کوئی ڈرتے تو نہیں جانا تو ہے نا ایک دن 
جانا تو ہے سبحان ما شاء اللہ ما شاء اللہ ون شہید ول انٹرسیڈ فار سیونٹی فیملی ممبرز دس از گریٹ آنر گیون ٹو شہید وی مسٹ ہیو لو فار دوز ہو فائٹس فار دا سیک آف اللہ سبحان وی مسٹ ہیو ریسپیکٹ فار دا مجاہدین دس از پارٹ آف شریعہ دیز آر دا احکامز آف دا شریعہ وٹ رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم والترغیب آف علامہ منظری سبحان اللہ دس انٹائر بک از ڈیڈیکیٹڈ ٹو ایوری تھنگ دیٹ از ریلیٹڈ آن جہاد ایوری تھنگ دیٹ از ریلیٹڈ آن جہاد مائی ریسپیکٹ امیجن دا مقام آف جہاد جہاد از اے گریٹ نعم اے گریٹ بلیسنگ ان اسلام اللہ سبحان گو اس آل دا توفیق و آخر دعوانا الحمد للہ رب العالمین دعا کر لے اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم نستغفرك ونتوب اليك نستغفرك ونتوب اليك يا الله يا رحمان يا رحيم يا كريم ہماری اس مجلس کو قبول فرما ہمارے بیٹھنے کو قبول فرما بولنے کو قبول فرما سننے کو قبول فرما اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا اللہ یہ نوجوان طبقہ یہاں بیٹھا ہوا ہے اللہ محض تیری رضا کے لیے بیٹھا ہے اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا اللہ ہم عافیت کا سوال کرتے ہیں اس دنیا میں اللہ ہماری مدد فرما سکرات کے وقت ہماری مدد فرما موت کے وقت ہماری مدد فرما اللہ ہمارا خاتمہ بالخیر ہو اللہ ہماری قبر روزت من ریاض الجنہ ہو اللہ جنت کا ٹکڑا ہو جنت کا باغ ہو ہمارے عزیز و اقارب رشتے داروں میں سے جن کا انتقال ہو گیا اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما جو بیمار ہے اللہ ان کو شفا دے جس کی جو پریشانی ہے اللہ اس پریشانی کو دور فرما مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما وصل اللہ تعالی خیر خلقی محمد والا علیہ وصحابی و ازواجی و ضروریات ہی و اہل بیتی اجمعین برحمتی کے یا رحم الرحیم